Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We're going to talk now with uh, Kenny Chu. He was a Conservative Member of Parliament for the B.C. riding of Steveston, Richmond East. And I spoke with Mr. Chu about a year ago about this particular case. This is before it blew into this national issue that's not going to go away. It's not going away whether Mr. Trudeau wants it to or not. It will not. But I spoke to Mr. Chu about this and about how China interfered in his election campaign, and it did cost him his seat. He was an elected member of the, of the federal parliament and then defeated in 2021. Kenny, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Hi, Roy. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Yeah, good to talk to you again. Um, there's no doubt in your mind at all. Let's start with this. There's no doubt in your mind that China actively worked to see you defeated as the member of parliament for your writing in British Columbia leading up to and during the 2021 federal election, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, at first, uh, the, the observation that I have in the, in the report from the team, um, you know, both uh, confirmed that, uh, yes, I've been a target um you know, on this on, a thorn on on their side, and that they they wanted to get rid of me, and they've been using they have used uh, quite a bit of resource to to do that. Um, but it's all you know research that we we've conducted. But now with uh, the Globe and Mail report, for example, it's been confirmed that the the national security um, uh, experts and professionals in our federal government have also have. Uh, information and evidence that that confirm uh, what we have always been saying. Now, Roy, it's important to to let Canadian know that um, you know it is it is not that I I'm I'm claiming the Chinese uh, foreign interference is the sole and entire uh, factor that caused the loss of my uh, election. There there is a, a host of factors that affected. I'm just saying we have found information and we have found um, uh, evidence now by CSIS that uh, such an activity is happening in multiple riding, not just in Steve yeah. and Richmond East. Now, yeah. Kenny Chu running or not, Kenny Chu winning or not, it, to a certain extent, it's not, it's not important. What is important is uh, what are we as a country doing about this? What have we done to prevent this from happening? Uh, and these are the questions that, uh, that we need to have more uh, of a discussion as as a country. Absolutely. So let's you and I talk about this. And by the way, uh, let's not forget Sam Cooper from Global News, our investigative journalist who's done amazing work on this particular case, on this file, as he does on so many. Uh, the, the, the problem for China, for Beijing, the problem that you represented had a lot to do with private members' legislation that you introduced, and it had to do with lobbyists, as I understand it, and anyone acting for a foreign agency, um, foreign country, who lobbied in Canada, your legislation argued they should be compelled to register as a lobbyist. Do I have that correctly? And is that the thorn that really irritated Beijing? It's one of the three deadly political sins that I've uh, been, been calling them. Uh, yes, you have, I would give you 90% mark. Uh, Roy, it, it's actually quite accurate. The whole point is not to uh, jeopardize Canadians' much enjoyed political freedom in, in doing whatever they want. Uh, 
but and yet at the same time, we want to achieve uh, a level of transparency, uh, much like the what the Australian uh, registry is proposing. We're saying, you know, continue to do whatever you want to do, continue to act on behalf of a foreign government in lobbying our lawmakers. Um, but, you know, do that instead of today, it's under the table in the shadow, do it under the sun, which is the best uh, disinfectant, we all know that. Um, and let our Canadian society, let our, uh, you know, media cover what, what it is. Maybe, maybe it's nothing important, maybe we don't care, but maybe we do. Uh, and for that, that's one of the most, um, you know, deadly violation that I have violated the uh, the uh, Chinese uh, Communist Party, their work here in British Columbia. And for me to participate in um, a vote that was held in um, the Parliament of Canada, indicating that what's happening to Uyghur Muslim in Xinjiang province in China fulfills the definition of uh, genocide uh, as defined by the UN. That vote was participated by um, myself and also my colleagues uh, on the conservative side, and it was passed. That apparently is the second violation uh, to them. Mm -hmm. And the last and, and perhaps the, the most mundane one is um, in uh, 2019, uh, I, I saw what happened to uh, the city where 300,000 Canadian passport holders are residing. It's called Hong Kong. Yes, The indeed. kind of problems that they have been having. Yeah. And I thought, hey, a political uh, solution, it's what should provide the stability that uh, this city yeah. used to enjoy. Kenny, so I participated in an election observation mission there. Okay, let me ask you, what happened when you introduced that private member's bill? And it makes absolute sense to me that anybody acting for a foreign agency, a foreign country, should have to, and lobbying this country on behalf of a foreign agency, should be compelled to register as a lobbyist. That's just common sense. But when you introduce that, what was the response of the Liberal Party? What was the response of the New Democrats? What was the response of the Bloc Québécois? Let's start with the Liberals. Were they largely in favor of that particular piece of private members' legislation? It was other than other than my colleagues on the conservative side, um, everybody was indifferent. Indifferent. Liberals, NDP, they don't care. There is no like on the House of Commons when you introduce a private member bill, it will have to go through the debate in order to pass the okay. first reading. And what I observed was there was complete indifference on on uh, on all sides, and that was frustrating because this is not supposed to be a partisan issue that we have to face. No, with. it's I, not. I, it's common sense. Yeah, exactly. It's I, in the defense I, of I our democracy. It's the defense of our democracy. Caucus, but I, I don't want this to be supported just by the conservatives. And unfortunately, at the time in 2021, um, we are the only people who speak up and supported this. Okay, Kenny, what, uh, what exactly did Beijing do? What did they do to interfere mm -hmm with your re-election campaign in 2021. I know social media was engaged, was involved. We talked about that some in our first interview last year. But what were they doing to, to get to your, to your voters, to, to persuade the voters in your riding to not re-elect you? What was being done? Well, Roy, this is uh, much like what happened in eastern part of Ukraine, in the Donbass, in the Luhansk area, or to some extent in the Crimea area. The disinformation that is spread in those areas by Russia, uh, it, they, they're playing a long game. 
So pretty much after I started introducing the private member bill, uh, in Chinese media, you started hearing things that uh, that are completely um, mischaracterized. Like, for example, that I'm anti-Chinese. Notice that this is not a political party I'm against. Not, it's not a country that I'm against. I, I have been branded as a traitor for the Chinese people. I, being an ethnic Chinese myself, uh, being somebody who is deep respects and roots in the Chinese culture has been branded as anti-Chinese, a hater. And so all these permeates it through the, the Chinese media. And during the election writ period, all of a sudden you start having articles that are published, um, provided supposed to be analysis, pointing out that uh, what Kenny Chu proposes will put uh, you know, all these Canadians of Chinese descent into jeopardy, they and their future generations. And, and so we must not let him re get reelected. And that, by the way, Roy, unfortunately, as recent as two, three days ago, it was still in the Greater Vancouver Airwaves, complete disinformation portraying that I'm going to hurt and harm the diaspora Chinese community, my private member bill. If you and, run and again. What is happening in the, in the capital right now, as we are talking about, it's been characterized, mischaracterized as, uh, as an anti-Asian hate campaign. Yeah, I've heard that. Kenny, are you going to run again? Because you, you said that the uh, until a couple of days ago, the uh, the case against you continued to be made by Beijing. Will you run again? To be honest with you, Roy, I I I don't know. Like I said, I and I meant it when I say it. It is more important for the national discussion to bear some fruits right now. We we need to. We need to deal with these predatorial um, forces that are wedging our multicultural community and taking hostages of our as diaspora communities. I, and I'm not pointing the finger just at the Chinese Communist Party controlled China, but, but also Russia and also Iran, as CSIS has pointed out multiple years and multiple reports. And, and so we, I would like to see the prices that's been paid by, you know, the brave and, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, and compassionate uh, bureaucrats such as those in CSIS being the, the whistleblower and the price that's paid by uh, journalists, investigative journalists like Mr. Sam Cooper, Robert Fife and, and, you know, Steve Chase, all these, I want them, these pay, these prices to be, um, to bear some fruits, to, yeah. to result in some legislative changes that would actually at least send out the, the warning. See, the, one of the reasons we are paying attention. One of the reasons I ask if you're running again is that it would be very interesting to observe what happens as far as messaging about you appears. What would appear in social media? We could watch this develop if, in fact, Beijing would uh, have at you again. Mm -hmm. Now, um, CSIS did visit you in 2021, just days before the vote. Were you under personal threat at the time? No, Roy. Uh, CSIS actually um, visited me when I was sit as a sitting MP. Uh, they, they came to my office. Um, they took the initiative in approaching me and talked to me without letting me know why or what they're going to be following up with. 
during the election, when we have um, received reports from our volunteers and our, our campaign organization that something something fishy is happening, we collected all the information and we call uh, CSIS and they they met up with me in person during the election time. Um, so yeah, they we have met a couple of times. Can you imagine why Mr. Trudeau is so adamantly opposed? To a public inquiry. I mean, he says enough investigation is going on that the appropriate people, the appropriate organizations are looking into the claims of Chinese interference in our elections in 2019 and 2021. But can you imagine why Mr. Trudeau is being so determined that there will be no public inquiry? Roy, I'm afraid only he would be able to answer that question. We can only speculate uh, from my subjective personal observation, Mr. Trudeau uh, responded uh, with Russian's threat in 2018-19 with uh, some changes to our election rules. Um, but these changes are mostly uh, just establishing uh, committees and panels. Um, and now we know that from the CEIPP uh, report um, that um, you know these thresholds are way too high and they only pay attention to during the writ period. And as I mentioned to you, Roy, um, this information and all these work, uh, they actually are happening as we speak. They continue to poison the well. They understand who is, uh, who, who is posing the, 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 big, the biggest threat to them influencing uh, Canada. And so by the time if I decided to run again, I don't know if the the well is you know, poison enough to uh, to to allow people to drink anymore. So it's important that we do something today. Uh, there has been speculation that uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, the Liberal leader, uh, is doing this because of his uh, personal ideological bias, and or maybe it's because it's benefiting. They are the beneficiary of these uh, interference. I would prefer not to think of that. Um, because I, I would like my my uh, my prime minister to actually think of the the need for the nations first and make it a you know nonpartisan issue, much like the in Australia, the the Labors and the Liberals, the left and the right wing, they are in unison. They they understand what yes, kind they of are. threat they are facing. Why yeah. can't that happen in Canada? If I may just have maybe fifteen seconds yeah. um, to to say that it, it, this is no way of uh, uh, you know a, a topic that that politicians should be hired behind racism and all that trivializing anti Asian racism actually harms our our community even more. Uh, the the Asian communities they are the victims in this case they are being manipulated. They need government protection rather than uh, you know using them as a shield. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.